What's up, everybody? This is Riding with the Radfords, the podcast for covenant couples and those who want to be. I am one of your co-hosts, Pastor Jay. And I am Lady Al. And we are so glad that you are on with us for one of, uh, which is an interesting episode. I would say so. It's an interesting episode. It's 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 going to uh, require uh, some mental calisthenics using some um imaginative things as we get into the mm. way back machine oh. uh, and go back to well we'll tell you more about it when we get there uh who's sponsoring us our, our uh, podcast today well today's episode is sponsored by restocked sneakers in leesburg virginia they are a minority woman-owned business um featuring uh sneakers and apparel uh, they say they are your source for quality sneakers, rare and the most sought-after sneakers. Um, so perfect for the sneakerhead out there. Um, I've had the privilege of being there before, and I can attest to the fact that they have some great selections there. So you can visit them at restocksneakers.com, or you can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, we know those people very well. Uh over there and they got some really good products some really good stock over there so check them out when you can all right so um at the time of this taping we just came back from watching um a anticipated movie highly anticipated movie wouldn't you say yeah oh yeah uh, wakanda forever forever uh and without giving any spoilers uh man the joint was nice. Very good. Very, very, very good. I know that was speculation was, you know, with with um, the star not being there, was it going to be um, worth its salt? Was it going to live up to the expectation? I think it did. I loved the fact. I loved how they remembered. Handled it, yes. How they handled mm-hmm. uh, his passing and how they um, honored him and, mem- and remembered him in the beginning and in the end. It was great. And that's the ending. You know how you got to stay for every. Don't tell everything. Just stay to the end. (laughs) My goodness. Yes. Stay to the end. Oh, my goodness. You're talking about bombshell. I I hadn't been shocked by a movie. See, you're Uh, already telling too much. I hadn't been shocked by a movie (laughs) like that in years. Go see it. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. But back back to the podcast. Um, Imagine yourself being able to go back in time in your way back machine and um, visiting your um, your past self. Okay. As, as a married couple, you, you imagine going into the way back machine and visiting first year married you. Mm-hmm. First year into the married covenant, the marriage covenant, um, and what would what what three things would you share with your one year self, your one year married self? That, that's what we're gonna. That's what we want to talk about. I asked my my wife this question uh, about a week ago because uh, it hit me. I thought it was interesting. Um, what do you? What would you ask? What would you tell yourself after being married to me one year, knowing what you know now? You go back into the way back machine. So that that's the title. You know, uh, dear. Uh, future me, uh, 
How do, what do you say? What I wish I knew one year in. What I wish I knew one year in. And so. I know this is really probably more relevant for people who have put some years in, uh, certainly way beyond one, um, because to go back, you know, here we've been together 30 years, you know, um, but 26 years married. And um, for me to sit back and reflect, you know, over the last 25 of those years to think about what would I have wanted myself to know after a year cycle, yeah, you know, yeah. um, to prepare me for where I am today with you. Um, and it took a minute, you know, I had to really, really reflect on that. And I have not shared any of that with you. <laughs> so uh, you're going to be surprised, I guess, just <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we purposely did not. I almost broke. I said, you want to you you share first? No. And we didn't, so this is gonna be the first thing you do. Uh, uh, first time me hearing her her three things, and it's just gonna be the first time she's here. I was gonna say, how many do you have? I got three. Okay, I got three. all right. I got three. Well, we were on the same page with that. So, so ladies first. I'll let you go first. Who? What would you tell your first year of married self? Okay, the first thing that I would have told myself is there is a difference between love and like. Um, I would probably say through the years, uh, you know, growing up, you think love is everything, you know, going into a marriage and, um, you know, I, old school people would say love don't pay the rent, you know, and things like that, uh, don't pay the bills. And it's true, you know, um, but there are times where certainly, uh, we had challenges in our relationship. And it wasn't necessarily, you know, something that um, catastrophic, you know. But um, maybe, you know, we've talked openly about the light bill, you know, or some financial type thing or whatever. Um, and maybe we got into an intense conversation about it, whatever the thing was. And I thought love would be enough, you know to move beyond some of those things, but I, I needed to let myself know that it's okay in a relationship to not like someone in a moment, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, to not feel like we're on the same page in a moment. I'm not saying that I lived there. And I think I would just tell, I would have told myself, you know, don't, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't, don't feel like all hope is lost or this marriage is over, you know, because, you have a moment where you don't like your husband. Mm. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Cause you, I, mean, I remember, I remember it. It is burned indelibly. Is it? In my medulla oblongata. Mm. You said, I love you, but I don't like you right now. I remember that. We were in, in the bathroom, in our bathroom. And I was in the doorway. Mm. And you said, I love you. I don't like you right now. What? Touch my pearls. <laughs> Is it possible? And so I remember that. It's possible to love someone but not like them in the moment. Mm -hmm. And you said, you said, I'm not, you know, I'm not going nowhere, you know, yeah. but you said you had to tell me. I said, ooh. Looking back on it, I said, what did I do? I don't even remember, um, you know, but... I think, you know, 
we could probably say, and I'm not equating our relationship to our children, but I definitely can relate it to the relationship that we have with God, mm-hmm. you know, and the fact that clearly there are many things that we do that he doesn't like, mm-hmm. but it doesn't make him not love us anymore. Exactly. You know, and so I think it's, I needed to let myself know that it, it's okay to be in that that place, like I said, for a moment, and to let you know that it's okay. Because, you know, in the beginning, I think I probably was imploding, you know, because I didn't want to release that and say to you. I don't even remember exactly what point I got to where I said that to you when you were in the bathroom door. Um, go ahead and let him know now that that's not something that you like. Um, because how else will we be able to grow, you know, beyond exactly. those moments Exactly. if we don't express it? Exactly. I know a lot of couples say, especially when we're counseling, but they should know that. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, and then we say, you know, our phrase, common sense isn't as common True. anymore as well. So, right. But, yeah, that, 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 that's a good one. You want to do all three of yours? You want, you want to go back and forth? go back and forth okay my first one mm-hmm. is my first one is give yourself i would tell my my one year in my one year married covenant self give yourself a break mm-hmm. give yourself a break um because i was you know first year married i just wanted to do everything right mm-hmm. i didn't want to mess up i wanted to you know oh yeah i, I wanted to you know even though i knew i know i knew we weren't perfect I wanted to hit it, you know, perfectly as much as possible. I agree with that. And so I said, give yourself a break. Allow yourself um, the opportunity or the or the, the permission. Give yourself the permission to make mistakes because this is brand new. Mm-hmm. You've never been here before, you know. Um, and yeah, I, I was I was very hard on myself, uh, and that probably bled over into my you know how I interacted with you. Because I, I really, I really, I wanted to do it right, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I, I give yourself a give yourself a break. Yeah, and I think that probably really ties into my number two, mm-hmm. because it's very similar to that. Don't be afraid to be honest about where you are at the moment. Mm. And I kind of jotted down pressure, okay. um, because you know I come from, you know, a family where my mom was very domestic. Um, You know, many people may have heard me talk about the fact that she had mental illness. And, you know, so our family dynamic was very different in a lot of ways by the time I got of age, you know, um, to where she was primarily at home and kind of in and out, you know, um, throughout that duration of going back and forth to the hospital. But between her and my dad, you know, just that whole idea of being in a small town, cooking three meals a day, you know, being um, very in tune to, you know, taking care of the house and all of that. And so I came into our relationship also being with you from the time that we were 17 Mm -hmm. and seeing the example of your mom and, you know, your grandmother and people like that as well, that I felt a tremendous amount of pressure to be able to hit it on all cylinders as far as making sure you had meals here, you know, that I was um, the the epitome of what 
you know, a caring wife should be and how I would take care of you. But then as I look back and I saw what our lifestyle was like, because living in Northern Virginia, you know, in a metropolitan area, there's a lot that comes with that. You know, um, when I, by the time we had children and going back and forth to sports, you know, sporting events and school and, and, and how we worked and ministry, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, it was hard to try to maintain the same things that my mom would have done or that your mom would have done. Yeah. You know, and so I had to get to a place to where I was able to say, don't be afraid to be honest. I needed to tell you that I can't keep up with that, you know. And you released me by saying, I can eat Frosted Flakes. I can, you know, or I, I can pick something up on my own. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and I had to release myself from feeling like a failure in that area. So almost like that like that uh, waitress when she's giving you, you pouring the coffee. Say when. Yes. You had to give your, That's yourself, probably a good analogy. Had to give yourself permission to say when. Yeah. And, and to let you know honestly that these are things that I want to do for you, but I, physically, I just, I can't. I can't keep up with that. And so I think it opened the door for you to be able to say to me, you don't have to keep up with that. We're in this together. Uh-huh. And so the things that I can take care of, I will do. And the things that you can, you can do them. But don't feel like you got to carry all of that yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I could have continued on with the facade, you know, and tried to make it work and tried to hold it up, but I, I would have crashed. And so I think, you know, as we moved on into the years of our relationship and I was doing that, you know, trying to be that standard of what we both were accustomed to, I think, um, you know, looking back one year in, I would have told myself, don't sweat that. Don't worry about that. Talk to him about it and let him know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I, I the second thing I would have told my one year married self would be communicate more often. Oh. Uh, communicate better and more often. Hmm. And you know, we shared this before. You know, you taught me how to open up. You taught me how to talk about things, talk them through. And I was still very much learning, you know, how to do that. And so I tell myself that one year married self, communicate better. When I say better, I mean more thorough. Mm-hmm. You know, be more be more thorough in your, you know, um, don't be as, as, as ambiguous or open-ended, you know. And 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 do it more. Be more thorough That's with my good. communication and, and and do it more. You know, because and I think it goes back to the first one that, you know, because I wanted to do things right. I you know, I was I was trying to be perfect. I was trying to, you know, uh even though I knew perfect was not was not possible. Um, I was trying to be perfect and when I messed up, you know, it kinda like drove me into a into a cave, kind of like, you know, I was withdrawn because I was beating myself up, you know. And so, yeah, yeah, I say communicate more thoroughly and more often. That's what I would say. Okay. So I tell that dude. I, 
I will agree with you on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's my number three. Number three. Okay. So my number three drum roll is don't take everything so personal. Mm. Um, and that's dealing with assumptions, you know, to just ask and to, you know, cause sometimes we can overanalyze things. We can read more into what's really there. And I will say case in point, um, your wedding ring. Oh my God. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that there were moments where I could have allowed the now, enemy. Now you're gonna have to give the audience. I'm going to I'm going to bring some clarity. Context. So for all ye listeners, my husband has a habit, and I'm saying a habit mm-hmm. of taking his wedding ring off when he is applying lotion to his hands because he does not want to get the lotion on his ring. That's not a problem. But when he finishes with his lotion, he typically, or I should say several times, has forgotten to replace his ring before he leaves the house. Did you notice I forgot today? I did. And you said nothing? I said nothing. Because I would have told my one-year married self to not take everything so personal. You said nothing? I said nothing. Hmm. And so, you know, I could look at that, like, why does he not wear his ring? Does he, Is you know... You remember that episode of Martin when he was like at the gym trying to make sure he, I still got it. Yes. You know? Um, but I'm choosing to just believe that you forget. And I do. And I believe you. I guess I'm saying to you that I would have told myself if I had thought about it, you know, of the the, the years previously um, before now. Um, to not to not take that personal. Um, that sometimes there are very literal reasons why something happens, and yet we will walk away from the situation and say, "What did he mean by that?" You know, by that action or by those words, et cetera. And um, I think a lot of couples get to the place to where they don't give each other the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And that's a dangerous place, you know, to be in, which is why I piggyback that by saying assumptions. Don't make assumptions, just ask. Yeah. And one year in, 24 years old, eh, I would have just, you know, held on to it. Fell into the trap. Fell into the trap. Of making an assumption. Of making an assumption and then carrying that. You know what I mean? Like I, I like just either shutting down, not saying something, you know, looking at you like 
sus. <laughs> sus now. You sus. You sus. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But with anything, you know, within our relationship, just recognizing that I know people will say, if it fell out your mouth, you meant that thing, et cetera. But everything is not that always. Yeah, yeah. Everything yeah. is not always that. And so it's better to not allow those things to simmer or fester or to wait too long. Don't assume, just ask. Just ask. Just ask. Uh-oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good one. You, you didn't say anything today. I didn't say anything today. Oh my. And I, I was I was with I was with the deacons at church. This this is we're, we're doing this. This is Sunday. And I we you know we usually get together and we pray in my office before we before church starts. And I looked at my hand and one of the Your deacons, hand looked new? No. <laughs> my hand looked naked. <laughs> it looked naked because there was no ring on it. And Mike said, Ooh. He knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. Because we talked about it. I said, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not taking it personal. Don't take it personal. Thank you, babe. Thank you, babe. But I am going to recommend you get a tattoo on that thing. Oh. <laughs> well. My third one. Okay. My third one is keep learning and exploring yourself and your spouse. Okay. I would tell. Because that my one-year married self. Don't think you know her. Don't think you know yourself. Okay. Because we had been we had been together six years. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, um, and so we it we that, that's that that's a long time for yeah. That a part lot of, of our people. story is yeah yeah mm-hmm. we've been together six years before we got married, and so I mean, that was a lot of stuff we had already experienced together. Um, and the tendency is to think you know somebody after that long. Mm-hmm. And and granted, you know some things about them, but you don't know everything. And even if by chance you did know everything, that's just everything up until this point. Right. That's because a new year brings new challenges, new changes, new opportunities, new new adventures, and it it adds. That experience adds and changes mm-hmm. and grows and all those things. And so I would tell my one-year married self to to keep learning and exploring yourself mm-hmm. and your spouse. Yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I think that, I guess in, in shorthand, that would be stay flexible. Mm-hmm. Stay flexible. Don't be, don't become so rigid that you don't allow yourself or your spouse room to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that's, that's one year in, but that's good. That, I mean, that's good to hold on to as you move forward, you know, because, um, you know, my grandmother said, you know, assumption, you know, you make, it makes a donkey out of you and me. That's right. And so um, the, the sooner we learn not to assume, the better. Mm-hmm. You know, we we will be at relationships. The better we'll be at at not not stepping in the stuff that we really didn't have mm-hmm. to. You know, had mm-hmm. we just taken the opportunity to be continue to be observant, 
I mean, because you think about when you when you're when you're courting the person that you you're you're in like with, you know, if you're doing it right, you're very attentive. You're very uh, uh, cognizant of some things, you right. know, because so, you're learning that person. Um, the tendency is once you know, okay, once I got you, I don't have to learn nothing else. Yeah. No, that's not true. Mm-mm. That is not true. You know, by this time, in that to, into that first year, I had changed. Mm-hmm. Almeida had changed. You know, we tell we tell couples that we meet with regularly. Take a look at the person that you're that you're you're intending to marry right now. That person will they will have changed by the time by by the wedding date. Mm-hmm. They will have changed, and so um, the 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 Almeida I said I do to a year later mm-hmm. had changed. That is true, and so we have to keep learning, stay in class. Mm-hmm. Concerning your mate, your spouse, you know, keep learning each other, and so that would be what what I would tell my my one year married self: mm-hmm. keep learning yourself and your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, keep learning and 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 exploring. You know, I yeah, that that, that exploration is is great because I mean, there's so much we've not done as a married couple. You know. That you know demands exploration. You know, don't get so locked in. So yeah, that's what I would tell. You know, at the end of the day, with what I've shared, what you've shared, you know, and I, I kind of hit on this with um, my number two about pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, and pressure can really lead to bondage. Mm-hmm. You know, in a relationship that, you know, if you're trying to maintain the perfection or the rose-colored glasses and all of that um, throughout the duration without the level of honesty, without the exploration, without the, you know, not making the assumptions, et cetera, all that stuff, um, you know, it, it leads me to the scripture um, in John, I think I wrote it down, is uh, John 8 and 32, you know, that you you shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. You know, and um, we've talked about that before. It's the truth that you know that will make you free. And so I feel that that is very relevant to the marriage relationship, that if you are living in bondage by trying to uphold a standard or trying to um, be, you know, something that you really aren't, you know what I mean? Or something that's so hard to maintain and you're not walking in freedom, really. Um, that's a terrible place and a terrible feeling, you know, to, to be in. And so I think that's something that's pretty relevant for me when I look back over these things that I was talking about. Um, knowing the truth, knowing who we are as a couple, sharing my truth. You know, and I know that's a, a, a phrase that people throw around a lot. But I don't mean it in a sense of I'm the way I am, deal with it. Deal with it, no. no. Sharing my truth, meaning almost back to Scripture again, that God is looking for people who will worship him in spirit and in truth. And every time I look at that Scripture, I talk about that as being removed from my flesh, 
and being honest, right? And so I can still equate that to what my relationship with my spouse should be. Outside of my, in spirit and in truth, that I'm sharing the realness of who I am and and where I am, you know, emotionally, physically, all of that, so that we both can be free together. That's good. That's good. That's, that's, I couldn't have said it any better. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's worship. That's worship. That's, <laughs> that's worship. Let us worship. Miss. So I, I'm just thinking, well, as you're talking, I'm thinking, how would my one-year married self take this advice? You know, I, I, I would like to say I would have received it graciously. You know, um, yeah. And, you know, because we, we counsel with a lot of people. You know, we do premarital counseling, which I absolutely love. And we do constructive, you know, rebuilding uh, counseling. And um, that one is not always so fun um, because we got to try to help couples regain and, and, and uh, reboot, yeah. uh, you know, within their relationship. Um, but some of these things, when you talk about them, because see, now we've lived and learned, yeah, you know, yeah. and so we can kind of go back and, as the Bible says, strengthen our brother yeah. um, from the things that we, and a lot of what we've shared really is about growth and maturity. It as is. much as we want to say, I would have liked to have known these things one year in, it's kind of like you got to put in the work. And these are the things that come along the way to help strengthen your relationship. Exactly. And it's like when, when you have children, you know, we're not looking down the future for them. We're telling them we've been there, done that in a lot of areas. And so we go back and we share the, that truth with them. And so that's the same thing with this, that we can sit across the table from a, with a young couple and say there's a difference between love and like, mm -hmm. you know, um, to give yourself a break, you know, all of these things. But until you live it, you don't know. You don't. You know, you can take it and say, oh, okay. I appreciate the advice, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the advice. Um, but maybe once, you know, you, you hit that roadblock or you hit that challenging place in the relationship, you might say, you know what, they told me about this. Mm -hmm. You would mm -hmm. hope that that would be the case. Um, and so, yes, looking back, I, I would hope that if I had shared this or someone had shared this or if I could have written a letter to myself, retroactively and and read these things that I would have not encountered them or that I would have handled them differently uh, when we hit the spots in our relationship along the way. I don't know, but I, I would hope that it would matter. Yeah. yeah. And we hope that something has been said to build you guys up, to strengthen you where you are relationally. Um, I think it's a good activity for couples to do. Yeah. You know, to really sit down and reflect about where they are right now and what you've learned so far that you wish you would have told yourself coming into it. What I've learned, what I've let go. Yeah. yeah. It's a good activity. Good activity. I might, I, yeah. Some homework. I don't know you. I like personally. giving homework. 
But that, I'm gonna give you some homework. That's right. Those of you who listen, that's your homework. Yeah, go back. Go get in your way back machine and go back to your first year self. Think about the the advice you share with them. All right. Ride with it. Ride with it. And with that, we're going to say farewell. Until next time. This has been Riding with the Radfords. I am Pastor Jay. And I am Lady Al. And we will see you again in the next one. Peace.